and welcome to No Bad Reviews, colon, a bonus coffee episode. <laughs> we are three pals, and we work together at a coffee roasting company called Modest Coffee, and we consider ourselves experts in our field. And so we decided to start a podcast and try coffee and give No Bad Reviews. That part was for anybody who just started listening on this episode. Oh, a little taste. Yeah, little, I guess. A little appetizer, a little amuse. I mean, unfortunately <laughs> for the new listener, we won't be trying a coffee today. If you're just starting listening to our podcast, go back to the last episode, the Twinkies Coffee episode, and listen there first, because this is a companion bonus episode where we're going to hear all about the alleged things about <laughs> Leon Black and his alleged company, Apollo, and his alleged money and alleged relationships, CD with relationships. With an alleged best friend. With an alleged best friend. Who, who did he, not kill himself. Who is not his... <laughs> Who is not actually his best friend. He's just some random dude that he gave $143 million to. But um, Known as Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. But um, in case you are new and you just want to know my name, my name's Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Marcus. That was the heaviest intro. Great. And, and that's, that's Steph. Hi. Hi. I would like to name this episode Leon Black, Portrait of an Asshole. I don't even think he'll object to that. I don't think yeah. he'll mind. So there's alleged portrait of an asshole. No, a portrait of an alleged asshole. Okay. <laughs> this is actually this whole episode is just an illusion, actually. So or is it, it is, allegory? I don't know. We're gonna find out, I guess. I'm gonna warn you it's gonna be horrible. We don't normally have trigger warnings. I'm not kidding. Oh, like fuck. if you're in the car with your kids, no. Um if sexual assault is a topic that you're really uncomfortable with, then there's it's going to get a little rough in this oh, episode. Oh, man. Yeah. This is not the podcast we set out to start, but this is the podcast we've been given. I mean, I, all we wanted to do was drink bad coffee. So. No, questionable coffee. <laughs> right. It's not bad. It's particularly not bad. <laughs> right. You know, just trying to dig in, like, hey, what's the story behind these coffees, right? Like, who's making them? And then what we're invariably finding is that the shitty origins of coffee with slavery and profiteering, you know, has not changed. <laughs> um, and while there's less slavery, I think, arguably, there is no less exploitation um, or profiteering in by people that are... Um, uh, looking to take advantage of, of a situation. I think nothing epitomizes that a little bit more than the research that we found Leon Black, who was connected to our most recent coffee um, hostess in Twinkies. <laughs> and Leon Black is uh, uh, at one point the entirety of uh, hostess. So that's a good little foundational starter of here's how we got here. Yeah, and thanks, Steph. Marcus. Yeah. That was great. Um, yeah, so the hostess company or a portion of the hostess company that sells Twinkies and other snack cakes was purchased, as we learned in the last episode, by um, a couple of private equity firms, including Apollo, uh, in 2013. And so we are going to be talking about Apollo Global Management, a private equity alternative investment firm. And we're specifically going to be talking about Leon Black, who's 
who was CEO of Apollo until he was forced to step down last year. And this is his tale of, of how he's fallen? The fall. It, it's not, I mean, unfortunately, it's not much of a fall. I mean, some of us are disgusted with him, but it, it doesn't seem to have impacted his life. It's because all he's that much. got the golden parachute. He sure does. All right, great. We've got an episode here about another evil guy, but I don't know who's this guy. Sounds pretty evil. I mean, we've had some evil, but this is a different level of evil. It's like a, it's like an evil guy, which is something we haven't talked about a whole lot. I feel like right. there's the evil corporation and mm-hmm. the evil firm, and that's true. We haven't been able to identify a singular evil. Like this is the evil person, and this is why they're evil because they have directly done something allegedly. <laughs> Thank you. Allegedly. Everything that we're talking about are real allegations. I just want to point out that you did do the research stuff where you were going to reputable news sources and you did proper research. You're not saying anything of your own opinion. Right. You're saying what Well, is no, we'll in give the... your opinion, too. <laughs> well, I mean, Steph isn't, like, inferring things based on her feelings right. uh, and her opinions about something because she's trying to slander somebody. Yeah. We're you... talking about the facts and giving our opinions of those facts. Well, right. and it's not... Or uh, allegations. Uh, the allegations, right. exactly. They're not facts necessarily right. until they've been... Right. They're allegations. Right, but then we can give our opinions of those allegations. Um, While keeping in mind that Leon Black is allegedly very litigious, Uh we are going to be very thoughtful about the way we phrase things. He will allegedly not listen to this. (laughs) That's probably true. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I don't hope to stay small forever. So This, this podcast is taking on the world. It may reach his ears eventually. So we want to make sure that we are just making sure that... Well, and it's not even about lawyers and ourselves necessarily. It's also about, like, in this world of sensationalizing things, I think that it is important to have integrity. And it's about, <laughs> ma- it's about maintaining our own personal integrity. Great. Yeah. Good. Let's... Good. Let's not be scared of Leon's lawyers. Right, exactly. Let's do it for ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 I'm, and I'm pretty sure that the uh, Supreme, Court, Supreme Court has roundly rejected prior restraint. So, with that? I don't even know what that means. I know. I'm well, like, moving my, forward. <laughs> if, if what this, does that mean? If this weren't a podcast, you would have seen me staring blankly well, one, and blinking. That's a quote from The Big Lebowski. And oh. two... Um, <laughs> Too, it's it's also um, as a journalism uh, like you're uh, you, you are not required to censor yourself as a journalist in case your sources are like not like you are allowed to present okay your journalist like what you've discovered through your journalism without fear of um, censoring yourself, but that's against the government, not necessarily against another human being. So (laughs) he can sue you all day if he wanted to. This is like, well, and it's like not even about necessarily suing and winning, but like rich, powerful people will sue because you, you because they know that the person they're suing doesn't have the resources to fight back. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And last time I checked, I don't have billions (laughs) of dollars in my bank account, Um, nor lawyer buddies. Right. Um, So So, that's our episode, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. It's just one long beep for the next 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's turn it back. Before we really get into Leon's current issues, 
Let's journey in the Wayback Machine <laughs> to the 1980s. How old is this fucker? I just want to know. He, I thought I could tell you. Well, while you're looking that up, um, I just did an angram and I found out that Leon Black, if you mix the letters around, actually spells Voldemort. <laughs> uh, he's 69 or 70. What? He's that 69 old? 69 or 70, He yeah. did not look that old in that picture. No, that picture was older. Jenny is referring to the picture of Leon Black and Jeffrey Epstein. And the reason he looked younger in that picture is because they have been alleged friends for decades. Oh, all right. Okay. Ew. So in the 80s. This is even grosser. There was a an investment bank. It was actually started in 1935 called Drexel, Burnham, and Lambert. They were most well known for leveraged buyouts, hostile takeovers, insider trading, and junk bonds. They sound totally above board. When you think about like 1980s Wall Street hijinks, like this is them. So a man named Michael Milken was a senior executive at Drexel, and Leon Black worked under him. Leon Black was the head of mergers and acquisitions, and I believe a partner at Drexel. And then under him were Mark Rowan and Josh Harris. Leon Black, Mark Rowan, and Josh Harris are the ones that formed Apollo Global Management. Okay. Their boss, Michael Milken, went to federal prison in <sighs> 1990. Oh. Uh, he was indicted for racketeering and securities fraud. Mm. He took a plea deal. Uh, he got 10 years. He served 22 months. He was eventually pardoned by disgraced former President Donald Trump. <laughs> oh. I was going to save this for later, mm. but I do have a photo of Donald Trump with Leon Black. In this photo, uh, it was taken right before they allegedly went to a strip club together, although Leon Black doesn't recall whether or not that happened. But they, it says but, right here in this caption, Black, Leon Black, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. drink in hand, and Trump in Moscow in 1996. Mm. So this was taken right before they went to a strip club in Moscow. So Disgusting um, through and through. Milken goes to federal prison in 1990. Drexel Burnham Lambert is forced into bankruptcy. So Milken goes to prison, bankruptcy, Drexel B. Lambert, and then Leon Black's still left over, and mm -hmm. him and two of his buddies are like, oh, well, this company's crashed and burned. Mm -hmm. Let's go start Apollo Global Management. Yeah. And everybody likes Apollo because it went to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're just going to hoodwink everybody with our name. There were actually six people from Drexel, Burnham, and Lambert who formed Apollo Global Management. One of them was Leon's brother-in-law. He's also a billionaire. These three are the three that stuck around and were like the main officers in the company. Michael Milken, by the way, still a billionaire, still very well respected in the financial world in spite of everything he was accused of. I mean, Mr. Junk Bond is what yeah. he was called. He's still giving talks. He's still very respected. The well, that's because, like, you know, it was the government that took him down. And we all know that when you're rich and powerful, your enemy is the government. <laughs> so really, he should be a hero for, you know, he's a martyr for going to prison oh my God. for the cause. <laughs> so that's kind of like the early formation of Apollo. It's these people who kind of got their start working for, like, something that was unarguably, like... 
wrong. Mm-hmm. Mark Rowan and Josh Harris both went to Wharton. Josh Harris also went to Harvard. Leon Black also went to Harvard. I wonder if they were smart enough or if they just had some connections. Yeah, I, I feel like you never know mm-hmm. with that. Mark Rowan is the current CEO and he of Apollo. He says that not only was he there for Mike Milken going to federal prison, the employer that he had before that went to federal prison. Mm. And the employer that he had before that went to federal prison. Wow. Jeez. So he really knows how to pick employers, huh? Uh, It seems like he has a type. He has a type. (laughs) (laughs) And Leon fit right in. Uh, Um, There was a quote from him that I failed to write down and then couldn't find again, where he said that when he was young, he saw this happen to these three guys, and he learned a lesson about how to make decisions, that every day you're faced with a thousand decisions, and you never know which one of them is going to take you down. It's going to land you in federal prison. So he tries to be very thoughtful about the decisions that he makes in the hopes that that won't happen to him. And that is why Mark Rowan only has $2 billion as opposed to Leon Black, who has $10 billion. It's his ethics that have have cost him. I think they have a little bit, but here he is, CEO of Apollo. So he's doing fine in spite of his, I mean, whatever amount of ethics. It's like, you know... I spent all this time watching people get caught, so I've learned how to not get caught. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Josh Harris is um, on his way out at Apollo, or possibly already out. He wanted the CEO job, and Leon gave it to Mark, and supposedly that's why Josh is leaving. I mean, that was published, that Josh is leaving because he wanted the CEO job. I don't know if there's more going on. Josh Harris, after Drexler shut down... Worked at Jenny's favorite investment firm (laughs) for a few months, (laughs) Blackstone. Oh, Mm -hmm. you said Josh did? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And They're all just buddy-buddies with each other. They are. Mm -hmm. Uh, He and another guy from Blackstone named David Blitzer uh, formed a new investment group called Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment, and they have principal ownership of the New Jersey Devils hockey team, the Philadelphia 76ers basketball team. And a London soccer club called Crystal Palace. Hmm. All right. So he's going to be okay, even though he's out at Apollo. Yeah. Maybe Josh is like the nice guy. Is there a nice guy in <sighs> no, this No, I don't list? have a nice guy on this episode. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. The, the least of all evils. Ugh. He's like, I'm just going to go. You know what? This fucking money shit is. I'm just over it. I'm over you and I'm over your friends. Or alleged friends, and I'm just gonna go do some sports shit, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna go into the not evil realm of sports. Uh, <laughs> I don't know anything about sports, so I'm hoping that it's not evil, right? I don't know. I don't have any research on any of that, so I'm okay. gonna refrain from commenting. But... Next episode when we do NBA coffee. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Leon Black. So, so now we know who his, his buddies his partners are. are. Yeah, maybe I'll talk about his dad for just a minute before I talk about him. Oh man, his alleged just dad. for a minute, his just alleged for a minute. Dad. Oh man, this goes generational, huh? Uh, there's an interesting story about his dad that I feel like we should share. Leon's dad was chairman, president, and CEO of a company called United Brands Company, also known as the Chiquita Banana Company. There it is. Oh, Mark has brought up Chiquita Banana before, and I don't know anything about Chiquita Banana. 
Uh, they um they have allegedly uh, just not been real nice to their workers, to the farmers, to the environment. There are some real issues with Chiquita. Mm. So he comes from evil. Um, yeah. So his. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, no, that's another episode. No, I was like, <laughs> can you just give me a go. little background? So there we can was do like, a coffee on it later. But yeah, I know that that just again on one of my scratching the surface that Chiquita Banana I think was involved or United Fruit back before they were Chiquita Banana even it was like United Fruit Company had the United States like CIA install like a puppet government in whatever some country Costa Rica or Colombia or something like that because the then president then sitting president was against United Fruits like plantation so um, there's a lot of unique history All about right. United Fruit. Like we're gonna have to find the coffee that ties in with that. It's really interesting. What's yeah. the What's the phrase that came out of that? A banana. Banana a Republic. Banana Republic. That's yeah. where that phrase comes mm. from. Yeah. Why would a clothing brand want to name themselves after that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck. That sounds terrible. <laughs> All right. Um. So Leon Black's dad in 1975, he bribed the president of Honduras to the tune of like $200 million Wow! to somehow try to avoid export taxes or import taxes. Like he was changing Honduran tax law Hmm. to be more beneficial to the Chiquita Banana Company by bribing the president of Honduras. And the SEC got a whiff of it. And the SEC was like... Dude, chill. Literally weeks away from indicting him. Wow. And he went to his office on the 44th floor of the Pan Am building. What was then the Pan Am building? Uh-huh. Shattered the window with his briefcase. Oh, my God. Leapt to his death. Holy splattered fuck. on Park Avenue in traffic. Holy, Holy shit. shit. That's a dramatic as fuck exit. Have you ever seen a movie called The Hudsucker Proxy by the Coen brothers? No. Do we There's have to a watch scene it? in the movie based on that. Holy shit. <laughs> and that now, quick question. Dramatic. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on right now. Yeah. And Boom. is it possible that he didn't actually kill himself? <laughs> I mean, but why wouldn't he? Like, if it's going to go to indictment, he's going to talk. He's going to be like, hey. Oh, oh you're saying yeah. somebody like. Right. I mean, it sounds to me kind of like he was the ringleader, though. He was the chairman, president, and CEO. So I, I don't know. I mean, who could. Exactly. Like, he's connected. I don't know. I'm to just me, putting my tinfoil. I have no nothing to back this up. I know. But I'm just wondering. But you it know. sounds to me like he was really the one controlling it all. To me, these people are rich and privileged and spoiled and. It makes sense to me that they would rather die than... Than spend 22 months with a slap on the wrist and get out and, like, live their posh life. Like, like I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think it probably depends on the level. Like, you see what happened with Bernie Madoff, you know, and his mm. whole family. I mean, his son killed himself just by being associated with Bernie Madoff and mm. having that horrible lifestyle change. So... I don't know what things were like in 1975 either, as far as how people were dealt with or what the Justice Department looked like or what the SEC looked like or whatever. I mean, it it might be a little easier now to pull strings. Leon was in college when his dad committed suicide. Hmm. He said it was pretty rough. I mean, I don't believe he has the capacity for actual human emotion, but maybe it was rough. I don't know. Um I mean, if if you if any if anyone in this world's gonna make you feel bad about a death, I would have to imagine it's a parent. Yeah, 
I mean, that's maybe where the the line ends, but... He graduated from Harvard and uh, tried to get a job at Lehman Brothers. Remember Lehman Brothers? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, They told him he didn't have the brains or the personality (laughs) to succeed on Wall Street. Wow. Yeah. Youch. That's when he moved over to Drexel, Drexel Burnham Lambert, where he was Michael Milken's right-hand man. And that was the company that was the, like, exact opposite of Wall Street. Like, the evil, like, shady... Junk bonds, yeah. Junk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, okay. Like, um, the scummy version of Wall Street. Off Wall Street. Off Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, then, from 1990 until 2021, he was the CEO at Apollo. And then... The Jeffrey Epstein shit hit the fan. His relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, and, you know, it's been alleged that they were best friends. We do know that Jeffrey Epstein, like, went to his kids' birthday parties. And we know that Leon Black hung out and attended social events at Jeffrey Epstein's on the regular. It sounds Um, like they didn't really know each other that well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, he says it was a casual business relationship. He had no idea what Epstein was up to, et cetera. He never would have gotten involved if he'd known. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. It wasn't their friendship that was a problem at Apollo. It was the financial relationship that he and Jeffrey Epstein had. Mm. Over the course of four or five years in the 2000 teens, uh, I want to say it was like 2012 to 2017, it was in that range, he paid Jeffrey Epstein $158 million and said it was for financial services and tax advice. But Leon Black already has... I know, that's a lot of money for tax advice. I don't know how much billionaires pay their financial advisors, but a lot of people seem to be saying that that's a really outrageous amount of money. Someplace I read that somebody said, you know, you could buy an entire law firm. You could just buy a law firm for that kind of money. Mm -hmm. Like he already had estate planning attorneys and financial attorneys and to pay someone this much money for advice just seems um, outside of the What is typical. Hmm. And apparently his explanations for that weren't enough to satisfy Apollo. His own company didn't trust him when he said, you know, what the money was for. So it's just a little curious. Mm -hmm. It's a little curious. Yeah. So then, then there's the accusations from his former mistress. He's married. His former mistress is named Guzel Ganieva. She's Russian, and I apologize for my pronunciation. Oh, she's Russian, eh? Mm-hmm. 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 She's a former model. And they dated or whatever was going on between them for several years. Uh, Guzel says that he has a studio apartment directly across the street from the family home, and that is where she would frequently meet him, just to give you like a smarmy level on this relationship. His wife, I'm sure, was aware. Allegedly had to be aware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Possibly was aware. <laughs> I mean, it was probably, for her, it was probably, uh... It has to have been, like, a, a financial transaction at yeah. that for point. A marriage of or convenience. For the, for the, for the wife. wife. She's like, all right, well, I have this lifestyle that I enjoy. If I divorce this asshole, I'm gonna have a really hard time maintaining this lifestyle that I enjoy. Mm. Possibly. I, that's the only reasonable explanation I can think of. She, so she is suing him in civil court. Okay. She is suing him for sexual harassment, abuse, and rape. Ugh. She also uh, 
she also says that she was forced under duress to sign a non-disclosure agreement about their relationship. Mm. Mm. Here's what Guzel says. Leanne Black texted with Jeffrey Epstein many times in her presence. Leanne Black called Jeffrey Epstein his best friend, that's in quotes, many times in her presence. Hmm. She describes an episode in which Leon invited her to lunch in Manhattan, where they both lived. And then he surprised her and took her to a private airport in New Jersey, and they got on a private jet. And once they were in the air, he told her that they were going to Florida to visit his friend, Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. This was when Jeffrey Epstein was already under, like he had already been arrested for trafficking and he was on work release. At Sex this trafficking? Point. Oh God. Yeah. And he's like, still cool with this guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Part of the problem at Apollo was that he had continued to give money to Epstein after Epstein had, you know, it was public knowledge. And so at this point it was, Guzel did not want to go to his house. Like she was not into this at all, allegedly. Which is, you know, presumably why he didn't tell her until they were in the air. They get to the house and there are police officers outside because he's like he's on work release. Mm -hmm. He's not even supposed to be at home. He's supposed to be at his office, but he's on a 12 hour a day work release. Oh, so he's leaving prison to go work. Yeah. And then he has to return to prison at night. Yeah. Wow. We're at that point in Epstein's situation. Wow. Was this Um, his first situation? Because didn't he have a first one? I think so. Things kind of blew over and then he had a second? And then because the second one, they didn't let him leave. And that's when he died. (laughs) Okay. So I think this was during the first one, but it was already, maybe the second one was trafficking and the first one was statutory rape or something. Um, Gross. So they get to Epstein's And Leon and Epstein try to convince her to have a threesome, and she declines. She walks out of the room, and Epstein's assistant stops her and says, this is a quote from the court transcript, they are very powerful, and if you don't do what they want you to do, there will be consequences that I don't want for you. Was this Ghislaine that said that? Uh, Maxwell? Oh, no. No, it wasn't. It was, uh, I didn't write down her name. It was another woman, but it wasn't Maxwell. Okay. Guzel still refuses. She still refuses. They end up leaving. Leon doesn't speak to her on the flight home. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, oh, she also said that um, Leon Black made multiple comments to her about Epstein liking young girls. Gross. She was older. I mean, she's like in her late 30s right now. And I feel like um, that situation with his assistant kind of threatening her I feel like you handle that differently as a 35-year-old woman than you do as a 15-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just, she tells that story and I just imagine what that situation would have been like, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely imagine how a young girl who's been transported to Jeffrey Epstein's place and, uh, you know, told you have to do this, otherwise you can't leave or whatever, or coerced into it. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, you basically, in a way, yeah. Yeah, you don't have a lot of choices there, yeah. Right, as a 15-year-old. You're not going to know how to handle that situation. Right. Um, Guzel describes Leon Black as, quote, violent, abusive, and predatory. She accuses him of, quote, sadistic sex acts. Most of those are redacted in the lawsuit, uh, but... We do know that on some occasions, she says, 
She lost consciousness due to extreme pain. Oh, my God. Quote, when I refused his sexual advances, I was bullied, manipulated, threatened, and coerced. Similarly, under duress, I was forced to sign an NDA in 2015. How did she get out of this situation? <sighs> I don't know. Um, here's what Leon Black says. We definitely don't want to be one-sided. No, we have to present all sides. I'm sure has something to say. Oh, he certainly does. This is a conspiracy to destroy me on every level. An obvious act of retaliation. He's countersuing for racketeering. What the fuck? Racketeering, coercive, fraudulent, coordinated scheme for profit. So she needs to be coordinating with someone else in order for this to constitute racketeering. Hmm. Guess who he says she's coordinating with? Yeah, now I'm curious. His old Apollo buddy, Joshua Harris. Are you kidding me? Oh. He says that because Josh didn't get the CEO position, this is like a vendetta of Josh's hmm. to destroy him. Wow. So he's dragged Josh into this. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Wow. Is there any financial backing between those two? <laughs> between Josh and Guzel? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm or wondering, do we know unfounded? if there's yeah. any... Yeah, evidence. I didn't ever see anything like that written. It was just, and actually, I think only one place even printed that he had accused Josh. He's been saying this is racketeering for a while. He's been saying that this is like a coordinated plot for a while. But only recently did he say who he thinks Mm -hmm. the other person involved is. So was he saying this racketeering thing before Josh quit? That's a question I would want to know. Ooh. And then once Josh quit, he was like, that's who she's racketeering with. Figured it out. Figured it out. I, I would have to look at dates on that. That's a great question. You played yourself, yeah. Josh. Mm. Uh-huh. Oh, my Your God. Your secret's out. Uh, no loyalty. Leon's, this, oh. these, these allegations are disturbing. They're really disturbing. Very disturbing. Like, disgustingly disturbing. Leon's lawyers say, quote, Guzel has duped and manipulated the media and the courts to orchestrate an assassination of Mr. Black on every level. Mm. Much like a Twinkie. Like, like how, is he, how is he disputing her narrative? The truth is on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lest you think that this woman is the only person accusing Leon Black of oh boy. sexual deviance. Oh, my God. Since her lawsuit was filed, another woman has come forward, uh, Jane Doe. She says that she was at Epstein's apartment in New York, and Epstein trafficked her to Leon Black. She was told by Epstein to go upstairs and give Leon a massage, and he, Leon, violently raped her. (sighs) Any rape is violent, and again, the details from the court case are redacted. I mean, what we do know is that she says it was extremely painful and violent. So (sighs) maybe his wife is like, go ahead and have those mistresses because I don't want to do this. So every time you buy a Twinkie, (laughs) a tiny bit of your hard earned money is trickling 
up into this guy's pocket. I mean, I discovered this three days ago. I had no idea about any of this. And like, even this morning, I was continuing to read more and more articles. There's tons of information about this out there from like reputable sources. But we never hear it, you mm -hmm. know? We should know when we're buying things where that money is going mm -hmm. more than we currently do. Truth in packaging. Like, who who owns this? Yeah. Like, this this happy brand with a fucking anthropomorphic Twinkie on it. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. said that word right this time. <laughs> Good job. It's a hard one. It's, yeah. That's, uh, that's what I know about Leon Black and Apollo Global Management as it pertains to the Hostess <sighs> Snack Cake Company. Sorry, guys. That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, man. Tough to give a no bad review of that one. It's really tough to give a no bad review. Well, I definitely very poorly review Leon Black. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He gets all the worst I'll reviews. He's a leave it. It's kind of disappointing that this is a civil case. Like, so why isn't there a criminal case? And the fact that there's not a criminal case, does that bolster the defense for Leon Black being having his good name smeared? Mm hmm. Is there a reason why this is in civil court? Is it because there's no evidence or not enough evidence or it is a lot of hearsay? Um, it, could there in some possible way be that Josh and her are colluding? I mean, I guess that's, that's kind of... I just want to understand... The situation. If, I mean, for the sake of argument, if this is, if Josh is behind this whole thing mm -hmm. and it's an effort to take Leon down, it's not going to change anything for Josh. Like he's already out mm -hmm. at Apollo. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be pure vengeance. Mm -hmm. If you're accusing somebody of something, I imagine, of like this level, if you are racketeering, I think that there is some criminality behind that. Like, is this fucker worth like getting yourself in trouble for lying about him just because you're feeling mad at him because I, he got CEO or gave CEO to the other dude? It just isn't. Where's the motive for Josh? I feel like the decades that they spent in business together and the, the way that this type of business works, Josh must have dirt mm -hmm. on Leon in a professional way that could be used against him. Like, yeah, I mean, it really seems like if somebody close to Leon Black wanted to take him down. He probably could do it in a different way. And Is that, that involves this like, oh, I'll just like talk this crazy Russian model into helping me. Like now you're depending on this right. other person. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he could probably take him down in another way for sure. I feel like um, Guzelle, the model, I feel like it's in civil court because it's incredibly hard to prove rape within the confines of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they were in some kind of a relationship. I mean, regardless of how coercive it was, it went on for years. So... <sighs> I mean, it sounds like one of those classic abusive relationship situations where, you know, he was probably like really nice to her a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And then he had these bouts of being a real dick. And then he would be like, but I'm so sorry. She was also and the, certainly financially dependent on him mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Which complicates things too. Yeah, for sure. So this is still playing out in the civil courts. Yep. Hmm. They'll probably settle. Yeah, they probably yeah, just will. Just like Prince Andrew. Mm -hmm. That fucker too. 
Yeah, it's interesting that there's obviously so much evidence um, surrounding friends of Jeffrey Epstein that just isn't being explored at all. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he's dead. We're good. Like this financial arrangement between them, there had to be financial arrangements with Epstein and other people as well. If, yeah. if it is as nefarious as our imaginations can lead us to think. Right. You know? right. <sighs> Do you think we should quit this podcast? <laughs> before one of us gets assassinated or sued or whatever. I should say, like, before one of us just, like, loses all hope for the world. <sighs> I feel like each episode that ticks by, I'm a little... It's, like, it's chipping off that nice, naive facade of the world that I've been living in. I guess maybe we just need to start reviewing smaller coffee companies. I do kind of like the the intrigue and the excitement uh, of a nice evil true crime yeah. coffee evil podcast. This is like a true crime episode right here. It's not a murder. True alleged crime. True alleged crime. <laughs> right. This is the first time that I've legitimately like been kind of nervous mm-hmm. about like, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. So I was just in shock. So, yeah. <laughs> And plus too, it's like. Marcus know, has a hard time when it, like us women, we've been dealing with like. The realities of, like, rape and coercion and abusive relationships our whole lives. Like, these poor sensitive guys who have no idea that this world exists. I mean, it's kind of painful. But I mean, for it us, is kind I'm of like, painful because, like, I can just put tell my me head this. in the sand and be like, uh, you know, like, what? That doesn't, like, it's such a foreign concept. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't be, have, like, yeah. You don't have to worry about walking down a dark alley at night. Well, plus, too, it's like there's, you have to have, like, a, like, I don't know, a, a bone in your body that would like want to do that too mm-hmm. for it to, to like be relatable. Like, Oh yeah, no, no, I totally get that world. Like, no, I don't really get that world. I don't yeah. really understand that either. Yeah. So it's like, it's not just the lack of fear. It's also the complete bewilderment that mm-hmm. that world exists too. And for us, we exist in that world just by the fact that we are female and that if we were not careful with ourselves, that could potentially happen to us. Right. Even if we are careful sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So that's just part of like female life is being prepared for all situations that could possibly hurt you. The Uh, inevitable, honestly. Hopefully not, but yeah. Well, this would be... So yeah. heavy. You know, if you're, uh, for some deranged reason, interested in learning more about it, <laughs> there's so much out there. There are a bunch of Vanity Fair articles. There are some Bloomberg articles about Leon Black. It's uh, it's an interesting story. And even the profiles on him that are um, borderline complimentary are really, I really think he prides himself on being kind of a dick like I think that's part of his like business personality like he's known for like yelling at the people who work for him and he's just like an abrasive guy I don't think I'm saying anything out of line like that's kind of how he's known so even articles that barely touch on all this Mm -hmm. um still give some insight into what kind of person this guy is and what kind of person you have to be to have like the apex predator investment company of wall street like you just need to be you need to have a certain attitude i think that if you want to make gobs of billions of dollars you have to be all in for money i do i think it's really hard to balance the emotional and the human element while also making billions of dollars i think the two 
are not, they don't work very well together. Yeah. So for somebody, yeah, it's just, I, I have a hard time trusting anybody with billions of dollars. Right. Because nobody gets billions of dollars by being nice and thoughtful of humans. In all the articles I read, no one ever accused Leon Black of being nice. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well, I guess that's our episode. Uh, Our bonus episode. Mm. Sorry it was kind of a downer, but you guys probably should have known what you were getting into. There was a trigger warning. There was a trigger warning. You were warned. Thanks. If you've made it to the end of this episode, thanks for hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So as far as alternative Twinkies, um, do we have... Do we have anything that people could say, hey, not, you know, try this, not that? Yeah, you know, go to a Mexican bakery and look down, look for Bimbo brand snack cakes. Wait, they you, have a very similar. But are you sure that Bimbo's not evil? Right. Well, I don't know owned. who owns Bimbo, but. <laughs> I mean, they it's have owned evil by people. Hostess, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just their Mexican version. Oh we don't know that. Okay, um, should we say we don't yeah. know if there's any major company that's not evil that you could buy your hostess Twinkies? I would say. Skip the Hostess Twinkies because they're really not good for you. They're pretty nasty. Yeah. And they're gross. Right. Maybe just go to your local bakery and find a mm. treat. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. the thing to do. Hug your kids. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Aww. Oh, man. Well, thanks, everybody, for hanging in there. Um, thank you for hanging in there with this bonus episode. It we'll get a, back to our regular real, programming next week. It was a real fucking bummer. But, you know, I think it's a, I think, you know what? Just because it's hard to listen to and it's a bummer about the world being evil, it, the story still needs to be told. And everybody, every consumer has a right to know what's going on with the products that they buy. That's Sometimes fair. the backstory sucks. It's yeah. not always easy. Right. Um, Next week's episode is going to be a little more fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's I don't even be, know what it is, but it's going to be way better than this. It's going to be out of this world. <gasps> oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, if you enjoyed this these series of episodes, please tell your friends. Um, don't tell Leon Black <laughs> or his Just lawyers. Just don't tell him. <laughs> right. Um, you know, please like us and review us on your podcasting apps. Uh, follow us on social media at No Bad Reviews Pod. And we're also on Patreon at n- patreon.com slash No Bad Reviews Pod. Thanks, everyone. Mm-hmm.